Talking to people about dark matter and neutrinos can be funny. Surely you're joking. Hopefully, yes. What a wonderful universe. Welcome to Surely You're Joking. I'm your host, Dr. Kevin Peter Hickerson. Today we have co-host Griff Pippen. Hey, Griff. Yo! And we also have a friend of mine from grad school. Uh, this guy's amazing. He's really good at building things. Uh, he dropped out of grad school to go pr- pursue a lot more interesting projects. Uh, he worked for a place called Synlabs and worked on uh, the video for OK Go called uh, Let It uh, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Yeah. Gotta watch it. Uh, also, he's uh, been on TV a little bit on uh, Extreme Makeover. Home uh, Edition. Home Edition. Wow. Makeover Homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty badass. Now he works at a place called Two Bit Circus, and he's been to 10, count them, 10 Burning Mans. Please welcome Daniel Busby. All right. Woo-hoo! Thank you, guys. You did that episode. Uh, you, so you did the music video, OK Go. Um, and that was amazing. Um, for anyone listening, if you haven't seen the video, it, you ever see someone hit, you know, basically hit like a stack of dominoes with something, and that dominoes hits a swinging pendulum, that pendulum hits a bowling ball, that bowling ball goes down and hits like a cabinet that falls over, and then hits like something that rolls down. One of those kind of things. But it, it's called a Rube Goldberg. Rube, yeah, Rube Goldberg machines is what they are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't know that. Now I know that. That was the coolest example of that I've ever seen. And it was just so cool. It was uh, an intense three months of my life, for sure. It took three, three months, months to build that thing. Wow. Yeah. And it was a, uh, we had this huge, crazy warehouse. We had, you know, we started with like a few, 10 of us, and ended with like 50 people because it takes so many people to like reset every little dumb thing that falls over. Because every every domino you knock over, you got to set it up for the next take because it right. rarely works. Um, so I went to the the rap party for that. That was super awesome. And, oh wow, and, you were there? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you were there too. Right? Sounds like he's a, a really good out. friend. <laughs> yeah, I was there in the corridor hiding, uh, but we, you didn't we were see celebrating me. a bit. So yeah, no, that was really fun. Uh, we got to pose in front of the paint splatter at the thing. But yeah, just to go on the record, this was done all in one take, right? It uh, was was it fake? Was it fake? Was there CG uh, in there? Well, look. Um, <laughs> That's a good answer. Well, look. <laughs> Are you going to buy Sounds like a politician over it was, here. <laughs> it was extreme. There were actually two breaks in it. And they did get pointed out on the internet. The internet found both breaks. You but that was it. the internet. We only did two breaks. <laughs> and the reasoning was not because we didn't work the whole thing from beginning to end, but rather because one take was slightly better than another on the upstairs portion and then the 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 elevator portion was slightly better in one so version. the spirit so, of going through yeah, it we did the whole right. thing all the way through mm-hmm. but we liked some of them right better in you know than others so we went with that because like so there's a million small things that fail and go right in that shot and mm-hmm. you know in the final version there's like you know, some of the things didn't work, and I see them. Yeah. I know other people don't see them, you're, but you're, I see them. They're glaring to me. You're you know? like in one of them, just, what if Greedo shoots first? I like <laughs> yeah. that better. Let's yeah, just do exactly. that one. No Let's one will notice. try it out. Let's see how that works. No one will notice on the internet. One <laughs> <laughs> seen like a dog. It would be funny if you're like, yeah, we got it. That's the shot, and then a dog comes in and just knocks something over. <laughs> oh, um, man, there was, there was 
a number of times where like things would get so close to being just perfect and then just like oh yeah someone forgot to pull the little pin out of the thing so it was primed you know because like basically like uh, what we did a lot was set up everything and just kind of get it in a state where it's about to fall and then like put a book in there in the meantime so it doesn't accidentally fall you don't want to false start the damn thing in the middle right mm-hmm. and so we uh so you know right before we'd start everyone would go around and pull their little chocks out so everything was ready to go and of course you missed one on the perfect shot otherwise oh my god so it took how <laughs> many people three months to do this uh so there was a crew it, it kind of ramped up in the amount of people that worked on it, it started with about um eight to ten of us and then we by the end of it we had 50 and we had people like showing up like while doing their PhD at Caltech actually a good friend of mine was showing up like because it was a good break from the monotony of studying worms or whatever <laughs> right. and so he would be there late into the night trying to make these little fiddly things work and it was you know i don't know, it was really amazing like everyone did it basically for pizza and beer <laughs> That's awesome, and it was it was kind of amazing because like it's like comics who do it for exposure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But these people weren't even doing it for exposure. Their names were not going to be in the final thing. They would just they was like, "This is cool. I want to be a part of it." That's so yeah, that's so cool. It was the coolest example. What, what do you call this again? The Rube Goldberg machine. Rube yeah. Goldberg machine is the coolest example. Yeah. Rube, that I've Rube ever Goldberg seen. was this amazing uh, comic in, from the twenties, and he drew these incredible um, sequences, like how to tip your hat to a lady and it involved 72 steps or something and so everything like that is now known as a Rube Goldberg in his honor hmm that's awesome but he didn't actually build any did he he never built them he just drew them and yeah. there was I, no possible way they would ever work the way he drew them but that's I had fun. a weird conversation with a artist a guy who he studies art and he like knows all and his reaction to the video he was just like oh but that Rube Goldberg already thought of that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, but they had to build this one, and it was done all in one take. Wow, and yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> was it? Was there a kid's toy called Mousetrap? That oh was an my god, it's the most annoying thing. Actually, you know what? When that when our video came out, the OK Go video came out. I call it our video. Um, it was uh, you know a huge success, and I at first I was like you know nervous, like how is the internet going to accept it? And I knew we had made it when somebody made a parody video. Nice. <laughs> and it was, t- and the sound, the music of it was, uh, Mousetrap Never Works, and it was like kids trying, like, it was like, a gr- as grown adults trying to revisit Mousetrap, <laughs> and just being completely frustrated. It <laughs> ends with them like smashing it and lighting it on fire. Like it was very true to everyone's childhood. That game was horrible. <laughs> 52 million hits on this, though. Yeah, I watched like it about a million of those this morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, 52 million is pretty impressive. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. That means yeah. people in, like, Romania mm-hmm. and, like, Canada have watched it. That's well, these guys keep going. I mean, they are really good at doing their viral videos. Yeah, yeah. OK um, Go kind of, like, set the bar with their, like, the treadmill video back in the day. That was, like, at the time, the most... What views on any music video? Treadmill video. I feel like it was them dancing on treadmills, and it was right when YouTube came out. I think Riff's kind of a millennial, so this is like. Oh wow! So no, no. (laughs) he doesn't quite remember that. To use like the there used to be a time before YouTube. What? What? So how many hits are we talking about in this treadmill thing now? It had, it had like. I don't know, was it like five or ten million? And everyone was like, whoa, that's insane. You can't have that many. Like, it was mind-blowing at and the now, time. And now, that'd be like five billion now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, like, when Psy has 
Sai like reset the counter or something. Like he broke YouTube because they they didn't have enough integers to count over, like how many okay. counts he had or something. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and look up how many hits it has on YouTube. Um, and yeah, clarify we'll all, me. Yeah, we'll all take a guess. I want you guys just to take and a gander. Is, Give me a guess number. My guess is a hundred million now, maybe two hundred. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say thirty million. I think people aren't watching Didn't it. Really as, watch they weren't one? spreading it around so as weird much because it's it's made fun of all the time now. I mean, yeah. parody, not made fun of, but I've seen tons of parodies of that one. But, YouTube uses it in their. I think they use it in their Super Bowl ad or something. But yeah, no, it, it totally is is a known thing. But what happens is, is people, they uh, when when they go to sit, watch it, they watch it once. They don't put it back on their Facebook, you know, front page to advertise it again. It doesn't mm-hmm. get viral again, mm-hmm. right? It only gets viral once, and then it is, goes a steady decline. That's what they said about Ebola. Yeah, ah. <laughs> came back. So you said a hundred million. What was your guess? I said thirty. This guy's good with numbers. Thirty-five. Thirty-five million. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and you probably watched five million of those this yeah, morning, so yeah, I threw four me off. million, yeah. but close. <laughs> Art, this show is doing pretty well. Yeah, it's we really well. A lot of listens to the episode. We if we, last yeah, night. if we joke about if some podcasts are like nobody listens to it and it's a funny joke, but like we can't even make that joke anymore. Yeah, because people listen, so it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool that we can't make that joke anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not quite viral, but but you know, it'll know. happen. It's yeah, lovely. I mean, I think podcasts have a different like growth metric in a sense like it's a much slower thing you know like it's, yeah. it's and people do go back commit to, to it it's a this yeah. is something you know this isn't five minutes of content mm-hmm. right this is a long time someone's listening to this in their car right now yeah. you know and thank you to everybody who's listening by the yeah. way you guys send in amazing messages to me and tweet them out and it's just awesome yeah and this is my excited voice right yeah here, so. <laughs> no thanks to all the awesome people there's so many great you fans, guys like are jennifer great. lashley in <laughs> yep. ohio shout out to jennifer shout yeah. out to her yeah. send us cookies uh, I I sent an email to Damien about his new video, mm-hmm. and I have a feel I got that email. I got his email address at that rap party. Yeah. So I'm guessing it probably doesn't even work anymore because he probably has like 20 disposable emails or something. But, that guy's um, inbox is a little busy, right? Yeah. In general, <laughs> right, and right. so don't don't think he doesn't read it though. I've sent him a message a long time ago, and he. He got took me like took him like a month to get back to me, but he did. Yeah, and so oh, that's the hard part about booking guests for this is like there's this weird line between bugging the shit out of somebody and just legitimately they don't always see. It. I mean, I get tons of messages. I don't always read them. Sometimes I see it. I don't have time. It's not a big deal. But there's also like when you're bugging somebody, it's very hard to tell. And like Hollywood etiquette just does not. Speaking have a of good being busy, I asked this guy earlier. I text him all the time, and he gets angry. I'm busy. I'm at work. Um, you have three kids. You do a great podcast and put an amazing amount of work into this. You do comedy, and you're a nuclear physicist. How many hours a night do you sleep? Well, I have a Caltech kind of ruined me. Uh, I was a I was an undergrad at Caltech, and it wasn't grad school that ruined me. It was undergrad. Um, like sleep is just that's like a commodity that you trade off with points on homework and socializing <laughs> and whatever. And I. And you have to make that choice every night. You're like, what am I going to allocate? And so I got to the point where I was—I had really bad study habits. So I'd, I would stay up the night before cramming because I would always I'd go to a party or something or just <laughs> post procrastinate. Then, so I was like pretty bad at it. I didn't so, think you could procrastinate and cram for something like physics, but well, well, you, I mean. Yeah. Not, you well, can. you, you can. can. It's not a good idea. <laughs> so I, that's what I'm getting at, though. You'll, if there's a cost to it, so I would cram. The, and so you'd stay up really, really late, 
And eventually you just have to go to sleep. And I developed a skill, which has actually been a curse, which is that now I can solve problems in my sleep while I'm dreaming. And it's horrible. Like, I wish I could turn it off because the purpose of sleep is specifically to rest. Shut your brain off. Shut your brain off. <laughs> do something else. And so you don't feel rested when you come up in the morning. And, uh, you know, it wasn't until I really, uh, you know, once I got into grad school that I really had good um, study habits. And you would actually say, nope, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to sleep. It's, it's yeah. 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. I'm going to sleep. And so just I just I'm not going to get this done. I just have to acknowledge that. What's a normal, let's say a normal weekday for you? How many hours? You go to bed when um, and you wake up when? Like 5 probably hours sleep. 5? Yeah. Wow. You function off mm. Well, but this permanently caused me to have a sleep problem. So Yeah. I, I mean, you, you, if you try to get more than that, you couldn't. Is it like 5 hours and you're yeah, like, I, I'm awake I don't and sleep, boom, yeah. bolted awake? Yep. Yep. How many hours of sleep do you normally get? You know, full 8 hours every night. Yeah, this guy dropped out of grad school. Yeah, he I dropped out of the, grad school. He went the <laughs> fun <laughs> way. Maybe that's a fun yeah. way. No, I mean, like, there are times when I'm, like, crunching hard and working on a big project or whatever, and I'll definitely, like, cheat in your sleep for a while, you know? But for the most part, I love my sleep. I just, you know, I so I just make priorities and just, like, you know, I'm going to leave the party a little early today and go to sleep. Oh, see, I don't do that one. Do you, that do I you, still go till three. Do you adapt uh, well when you have to crunch and cut your hours? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, it can be hard, but like you, you know, you just make your, uh, make your priorities as Kevin does. And, you know, and I like sleep. So that's what I do. Yeah. For and me, so, it, you have 30 priorities, Kevin. I know, but no, but <laughs> no. He's, he's right. Like it was the best thing I ever did to just realize just go to sleep when you're supposed to go to sleep because in the long run, like it, that may hurt you on that one project or that one thing. Right. But in the long run, you're more likely to start doing it earlier and thinking about it clearly and you give it, you know, giving it more time. And I just had really bad study skills. I mean, you know, probably the reason I had such bad skills is uh, like high school is really easy. So, it, you know, cramming the night before homework was due was a totally achievable oh, thing totally. in high school. Like, yeah, and, on your way then, to class, you'd finally look, maybe I should look up <laughs> yeah. what the test is on. Yeah. yeah you and then see. you show up to Caltech for freshman year and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you what learn, is this? <laughs> you learn about the entire Civil War on your bus ride to school. You can't do that in college anymore. <laughs> Texas won, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was Minnesota. That's uh, They don't teach that in Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, this education's so bad in Oklahoma. They don't Anything. We had like the, the most, like some of the most horrific ri- race riots in the country, taught in every other school around the country. We, nope, one state they don't teach it, Oklahoma. Like, Oklahoma okay. lost and they took all our mountains. <laughs> they took <laughs> our mountains. <laughs> they're like, our, my university is named after, they're called the Sooners. Mm-hmm. And it was, there were two different people in Oklahoma. I try to explain Oklahoma why it's not a, not the greatest place. Anyone listening, I'm I'm not so, sorry, but not sorry if I'm offending you right now. Here's Oklahoma in a nutshell. Basically, President Andrew Jackson, who's a dick, is totally getting replaced on a twenty dollar bill for a reason. Harry Tubman's way cooler than them. He was a dick. He came into Florida and was like, "Hey, Native American people, you're getting out of here." And they're like, "Well, where where are we going? You're going to this thing called Trail of Tears, and you're walking, and you're gonna you're walking. You're not taking Uber." <laughs> 
and we're going to take you. He said that, actually. I quoted him. He said, Uber. And then he said, you're going somewhere. And they're like, where? And he's like, somewhere that nobody wants to have the land or live. Where's that? Oklahoma? You got it. So then you got this land nobody wants. President Jackson gives people out. And then a bunch of drunk Irish people come in and this land run. And then they stake the land. They're supposed to fire off a gun and be like, hey, you know, when they fire the gun, you get to go put people just cheated. And it's just basically drunk Irish cheaters and Native Americans who are kicked out of their homes. They'd get like 40 acres and, and or whatever, right? That was like their claim Stupid. or something. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that, that's how our state was started? Okay, I'm leaving. Bunch of cheaters. <laughs> bunch, bunch of, of cheaters, cheaters and Native Americans and who Native are kicked Americans. out of their homes. Okay. Wow. What, what's going to happen? Bunch of dumb people and alcoholics. That's what's going to happen. And, and then to top it all off, their motto is, it's okay. Yeah, you read our license plate is literally it's the motto. Okay. Oklahoma. It's okay. I'm like, you know what's funny about that is it's not okay. Yeah. Well, Louisiana, that's where I'm from, has its own story oh, history. Oh boy, as you know, as deep as can be. I mean, at we least could be have, here all day talking about Louisiana. At least you have culture there, though. Louisiana yeah. is, is a and at least that poor. was paid for, right? <laughs> Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I in, in Louisiana, yeah, it was it was well, actually, Oklahoma was part of the Louisiana purchase, you know, yeah, oh, it should have been part the of the Louisiana giveaway. The entire west of the like everything west of the Mississippi was was a Louisiana purchase. You it know? almost was a giveaway. I mean, the yeah, price was it, like, it was no, it really was. They, it was like a bottle to, of wine. They gave it, it really away was. three times. They were like, "You take it, no, you take it." It just kept going back and forth. Speaking of Jefferson and Anderson, no, uh, Andrew Jackson. <laughs> I don't know. I got Anderson out of there. Anderson yeah, Cooper. And, yeah, President <laughs> Cooper. Andrew Jackson just turned it into Anderson Cooper. Uh, Trump said when he was on the, talking about the controversy, saying it was it's just PC bullshit that uh, Harriet Tubman's going. He goes, "Why can't she just be on the two dollar bill?" Ignoring the fact that Jefferson is already on the two dollar bill. <laughs> yeah, I think actually one of the most the worst things I saw was this clip of a guy saying, you know, why isn't she on a, a new sort of currency? Maybe like the six dollar bill or the twelve dollar bill, and it happens to be that twelve is three fifths of twenty. <laughs> well done, good job. Just to clarify, though, <laughs> good joke. That's a good very one. good joke, right I there. I didn't come up with it, that, okay. but like, jeez, that's. I don't know if this. Oh, guy, we don't he, do you that know, in comedy, by the yeah. way. That's a <laughs> you good, come up with a joke, a you're like smart. I came up with that, and if you that see, a lot of people wouldn't get. Yeah. If you see it on the internet, someone stole it from me. Just yeah. repeat that. Um, the thing I gotta emphasize though, Trump thought the two dollar bill didn't exist. Didn't exist. Yeah, he right. said, "Why can't we make a new one? Put maybe, it on the two dollar. Maybe the two. Yeah. I think." I, you know, it's very tricky when you talk about eligibility for president, but can you at least know the denominations that your government's You printing? think all of that money he has, some of them are in $2 denominations, <laughs> but apparently not, you Easily. know? I never use $2 bills. I use $1,000 bills <laughs> and anything up from there. <laughs> okay, no disrespect to Benjamin Franklin, but if you could pick anyone to put on a $100 bill, who would it be? Oh, jeez. I mean, I've never had that option before. I mean, would, does it have to be an old guy? Anyone dead or alive. Anyone dead or alive. It can be anyone. Any old man, white man. Man, woman. You know what? Black, <laughs> Jewish, I don't care who it Mark is. Mark Twain. Oh, God, Mark that's Twain a good answer. God, you know what? That's my that's answer. Really good, that's yeah. Samuel Clemens. Is Samuel my, Clemens. You know, he was actually considered the first stand-up comedian because he, um, he was doing... I thought he Moses was, was the first stand-up comedian. Technically, yeah. But Bushes don't make great audiences. <laughs> but no, Twain was doing book tours in this little thing called the Book Belt or something. I'm saying that wrong. But to promote it, he'd go and give live speeches and crack jokes. And mm -hmm. he was d doing what we consider 
stand-up comedy, but that's a good answer. Twain should why he should be on our money. Mm-hmm. Twain and MLK high-fiving on the $100 bill. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. You're going to still have to have Ben in the background. Yeah, he's in the background. It's, he's otherwise flying you have a to kite go, in the yeah, background. Yeah, getting struck by lightning. You have to, yeah, that whole, yeah, you have to go that. back and edit a whole bunch of uh, hip-hop songs if you take them out. They just, <laughs> kids won't understand them. It'll be... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Like, sounds like that's weird funny. historical that's, reference. That's, good joke. Thank you. It'll um, be like the save icon. Have you heard of this? Kids oh, do, nowadays yes. they don't know what the hell that thing is. That disc. Yeah, they <laughs> see, you give them a floppy. They're like, oh, the, I, I was wondering what that is. Well, I, it's I like our version that, of the you know for us the phonograph with the little <laughs> tube coming out of it. Well, someone's like, look, Daddy, somebody three D printed the save icon. <laughs> <laughs> so you, Twain and and him high fiving. We put Benjamin Franklin in the background flying a kite on something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on like a small motorcycle. <laughs> you know what my favorite thing about the two dollar bill is how how much it proves how dumb people are they sell these for five dollars at gas stations shut up and you can go to the bank and get them anytime <laughs> no, i go to a gas dude i'm not kidding it's a thing go to a gas wow. station and they sell lighters and crap and money and trinkets i've seen them sell two dollar bills five dollars people buy them wow That's, i would like bigger yeah bill. i would like more multi Dollar bills. See, I, it's weird that people don't want a three dollar. Like you don't need it, but I actually think that would be really helpful. I'm totally okay with that. So on the two dollar bill, you have like basically a, a meeting of the Declaration of Independence on the back. It's a bunch of these powdered wig guys hanging out. What looks like a hot courtroom, and they're signing some papers, and they're standing around. Big day. Okay, once again, let's let's switch this out. Let's put Mark Twain, MLK on the two dollar bill. So what do we have? In the background Ooh. here, do we have MLK marching and do we have Mark Twain? Like, what do we replace that Declaration of Independence? Well, no disrespect to it. It was an important If day. MLK was on there, a, a sketch of his speech would be fantastic. The, he's no giving brainer. I Have a Dream speech. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's an iconic picture. And, you know, that it's a little weird because it has another president on it also. But, you know, maybe that's how you, you slip the other Who's, ones There's right. a statue of another president there? Yeah, the Lincoln Memorial. The Lincoln, yeah. Lincoln, yeah, there you go. Lincoln, well, Lincoln's yeah. Have important. you been there? Have you? They, there's a not. plaque. There's a plaque, right, where it says, this is the spot where... Uh, MLK. Dr. Yeah, MLK gave his speech. It's pretty cool. Yeah, wow. so MLK giving the I Give a Dream speech for That'd sure would replace that. That'd be an awesome. That's thing. an important moment. Not that the Declaration of Independence wasn't important. It was just kind of important. <laughs> It's a reason that we can get drunk. Well, it's Jefferson's. For Jefferson, that's his big moment. That was his. That that was his big break. Yeah, that was his big break. We forget of all the other stuff because of that. I gotta say that room must have stunk. Like it was July in Virginia or whatever, and it's just a bunch of dudes in suits, like wool suits. Have you been in that room? It's small. It is not like the. It's not like Congress in Philly, right? Yeah, that room is microscopic. It's in Philly. Just yeah. think, we didn't have toilet paper, we didn't have bowel, uh, we didn't have bath wash, we didn't have toothpaper, we didn't have toothpaste, we didn't have any of these things. We so did have powdered wigs. We did. Mm. We didn't have razor, we didn't have Gillette and shave cream. What did people look and smell like then? Oh. You, had, you all had wooden teeth. I mean, your, your teeth fell out by the That's time right. you were 25. Yeah. Your breath, I mean, what? talk about coffee breath. So just to set the scene here, we're looking. I always carry a two dollar bill around, um, so you can sell it for five dollars. No, just <laughs> I, I got it because uh, uh, I went to school with the the producer of um, Rain Man, who also made a movie called Bill. And in that movie, it was about a friend of his. And in that movie, Bill carried around a two dollar bill because he had the same birthday as uh, Jefferson. And the only reason I bring this up is just to show off that I can remember all that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
So you're like you're like a, a grandma basically now yeah. holding a two dollar bill all the time. Mm-hmm. It's your birthday. Here's a two dollar bill. <laughs> yeah. You know you're always ready. <laughs> <laughs> so to set the mood though, I was going somewhere to setting the mood. So I'm I was showing these guys the bill. That's why we're we're visualizing this here. But um, one of the nice things about this show we're doing right now is this is the first time we're doing it from the Hollywood Improv, which just got voted the number one comedy club in the, the world, which is awesome. Probably, probably because of this show. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a big a, There's a strong connection, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is really nice that they let us uh, use this. Um, the same place Owen records his podcast, uh, Why Didn't They Laugh? So, anyway. Oh, that's his show, Why Didn't They Laugh? Yeah. This is probably, honestly, and I want to say this too, the best-run comedy club. And I, if you're a comic, you work clubs, you know that 99 out of 100 clubs are poorly run. You're like, who, like, even the comics, if they wanted to, could run the club better. It's just, they're run by the worst. Ooh, I'm not people. sure I can endorse that statement uh, in public form. <laughs> I will, because a lot of comedy clubs are just run by either just guys that are either just gross and greedy. This club has run really well. You know how yeah. I know this club is run well? Is they won't book me and they've only booked Griff once. No, they so. haven't. I've, been, I've done a lot of shows here. And you don't tell anybody? I don't tell you. Oh, my God. Oh, because I'd come and try and take your spot. Yeah. Well, I mean, that wouldn't happen, but (laughs) I wouldn't want to hurt their sales. (laughs) Drop them from number one club. Drop them from number one to club 30. Yeah, Uh, Tuesdays get really rough, you know. It's like they put up like scientists that forget all their jokes and look at the audience and go, my buddy's going to kill me. To be fair, when that happens, you were asking me about how it is to, to do work and then and then go off. It's really hard to switch. It's really hard for me to switch. Do work and go off? What? Well, so, I mean, for your shows, like a Casey, nothing against Casey's, but, I mean, a lot of times I came from, I was working on something before I came over and it was all distracting. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, you know, if I, if I do a... A, a big show, I I focus more on that, <laughs> but but it's really hard to Thanks switch. Respect. Yeah. So when you're sitting there t- sending me all those texts, like Kevin, how much do you weigh? What's the <laughs> what's the furthest planet from the moon? What's how much does ice cream weigh in space? And then you're like, and then never texted any of these yeah. questions. By no, the way. You had a but whole I, list of one, things. But I'm I'm, I'm 100 going to text them all those questions <laughs> every day now. Yeah. I mean, every day, I'm going to ask him. Inquiring minds need to know. Yeah, I'm going to ask yeah. him how much ice cream weighs on each different planet every day. And so that would be nine days in a row, and then I'll repeat the questions every day with a new food. Yeah, seriously. Within like There's five only- minutes, you go from, do you, have you ever been to Las Cruces to, <laughs> like, how many hours of sleep do you get? I and have ADD. Wonder, he's like, it's just one simple question. No, it was like it's eight ADD. simple questions. I have ADD. What do you expect, man? <laughs> It's surely you're joking. We take facts very seriously, um, and so it's. I feel like it's my responsibility to retract a statement, a scientific statement, on a previous show that you made. That I made. I made certain claims. Although I think it would be fun to go back and listen to Sean Carroll agree with me. Interesting psychology there. Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. This, is how, this is how peer review works. Yes, this is it. Well, if we like, there well, of if we Sean was like. Well, Kevin's saying it, and it's very confident-sounding, so it must be right. Mm, If we use the arrow of time, then we can change all of that. So what I said on the show was uh, I said that Splenda is an artificial sweetener. That part's true. I said the way it works is that it has a mix of the uh, chiral 
flip or the 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 left-handed version or the right-handed version of the of a sugar molecule and that was not true that is not what the brand name splendid you lied is. i you need to I apologize lied. to jennifer yes. and all our other great yeah. loyal fans i will i will and <clears throat> i'm doing that right now uh, what Splenda actually is, is it contains a small amount of a chemical called sucralose, which is, it's related to sugar. It's not totally different. The spirit of the thing is still mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's a chemical where they've taken out the uh, two of these hydroxyl groups and they've replaced it with chlorine. And it makes it a thousand times sweeter. And so you don't need as much in your in your drink, in your coffee or whatever it is you put on. But that was not the, the chiral example. Uh, so I was a little confused because I was positive there was a sweetener like this. So I did some research and yet there is. There's, uh, there's a kind of a very simple one, uh, uh, L-glucose, which is uh, just an organic compound just like glucose. It's even... Uh, occasionally found in nature by accident, but it's not an amino acid. It's uh, no, no. There's, there's a amino acid that's like it. This is just glucose. This is like the most simple sugar there is, actually. But the but the one that plants make from photosynthesis, the very basic one, is called D-glucose. So it's the flip of it, and it has the molecules flipped on the other side. This actually was a really old idea to use this as a sweetener, but it doesn't actually have a brand name because it uh, it's just not economically viable. It's because you have to it can't. Make it somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not made by life, you have to make it in a lab, and that's just not worth it. Whereas Splenda, they're making something that's a thousand times as sweet, so they only have to make a thousand times as much. Does the, if you digested glucose, would it be as as have as many calories? Well, the, 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 the flip. L, no, so it it has. Uh, it is about 30% of the calories. So it's not even that good as a sweetener because it's not right. 100%. And it's slightly less sweet, too. Um, right. No, but good. it does. So but the idea. Double. Yeah. yeah. But the idea is still there. You taste it as being sweet and then you digest it less than glucose, right. but not to the levels that you can so you do think. with Splenda. Yeah. So, so you, sorry, you drink a Diet you know, Coke. Stop sending in the hate mail. I mean, I'm sure we're getting it in piles right now. <laughs> Let's say you drink a Coke, a regular Coke with sugar in it. You feel bad that sugar is going to turn into fat. And then you go, you know what? I got to stop doing that. I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to drink Coke with Splenda in it. You're not really cheating your body that much. You're, you're not really winning that no. much. You're not going, hey, look, it's not real sugar. It's not going to turn to fat eh, on some level. That's all he's trying to say. Yeah. That's not at all, but yeah, I'm sorry. I could have just summed all that up with mm-hmm. Coca-Cola example, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, but I learned some other interesting things like uh, chiral universes like we were talking about that's one of the main themes in alice in wonderland i or alice through the looking glass that's actually the first literary reference to reference are you improvising about references now (laughs) i've got george bush lips george w bush lips i have the same problem he does i actually feel sorry for him when he gave speech he would always you know he would do that sometimes Fooled me once. Yeah. Uh, Fool shame me. on you. <laughs> Fooled me twice and got him hung over. All right. Mm. Please clap. Yeah. <laughs> God, I've heard that remixed into oh, rap man. songs, and it's the oh, best thing awesome. ever. I love the video. <laughs> Please of the, clap. Jeez. I love the Terminator 2 one where he goes down, and <laughs> right when his thumb goes into the molten metal, it goes, Please clap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so nice. God, that's embarrassing. That's, uh, Kevin, I think the Kevin does that at a lot of shows, is too. When, when Cruz <laughs> punches his wife in the face after, oh, right yeah, after announcing he's, that's a fun he's one, dropping yeah. out. I mean, and they had, that's got to be the worst. Yeah, that was so <laughs> awkward. 
I think she went home that night and she's like, you're dropping out of this bullshit. Like, <laughs> you're embarrassing <laughs> you're me. No, this is That was the dropout speech. Oh, that was. Oh, that, okay. He was getting was a hug from his dad from behind and his dad uh, was trying to root, root, rope in everyone and, <laughs> and Ted was just going for his dad and did uh, a blocking out his his wife and the, punching her in the face. The tentacle lizard people thing <laughs> that he did with uh, um, with uh, his running mate, the shortest running... Uh, Fiorina. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Fiorina. Carly Fiorina. I love the, you know, at least she got in there so she could fire everybody at the last minute. You know, like that's... <laughs> You gotta, you know, do what you're good at. You, know? you gotta think yeah. if you're in the public eye that much and giving speeches, you know, you're you're gonna screw up something. You're gonna trip. You're gonna say oh, something. Course. I just try to think of like what, uh, how much dumb stuff the, the press would catch me for saying or doing. You just one little mistake and we destroy mm. you. You bump your hand on your wife, yeah. people destroy you. you yeah, you but that's... open up a door and it's a fake door on the side. You know, like oh, how are you, you supposed go, to know? You go to open up a double door. <laughs> you know what? You ever open up <laughs> oh, a double man. door and then you open the wrong one? You keep pulling on it. All you got to do is open the one next to it. You get caught doing that in public. Yeah. But you look like an idiot. But that's why Trump's so good at this. He just everything he just owns right away, which is something a good comic would do. You yeah. trip and then you make a yeah. joke about it. You trip on stage. No, that doesn't ruin your set. Yeah, you just he, you use it. And he, he does that. He hasn't he does done anything really. like that yet, though. He says very well. He's also very practical. He's not nervous because he's been doing this forever. Yeah, he's he on crushes. camera all the yeah. time. Yeah. So you know, but Cruz, he's a little Kevin at Casey's. You know, <laughs> Trump's a little. Trump's more CK. I don't know. I think Cruz is funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have you seen the 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 tentacle one where he's trying to hold her hand and they don't oh, want to yeah, hold yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, one's more so awkward than the other. Someone brought in a tentacle to block the hand. <laughs> no, away. but they it just looks like two octopuses trying. <laughs> like, o- octopi. Yeah, octopi. Well, it, it's like they're both trying to be on the outside, face. you know, yeah. and it's just <laughs> it's so weird. It's it it just captures so much raw emotion and. <laughs> I love it when people like bring in like kittens and weird things. When politicians do dumb things, it's so funny. But yeah, well, I remember when uh, George Bush, George W. Bush, when he was like exonerating a turkey, and it like, like starts you said, going exonerating. Yeah, that's you know, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. And he starts like the the turkey starts going for something inside of his suit or something, and so it's like this really awkward photo. Of, it looks like the turkey's maybe giving him a blowjob yeah. or something. Like it's just. You know, there's no way to like pan that, you know, play that off. Like, I oh, did yeah, not we, have we this all the time. <laughs> with that turkey. That's my Clinton. What I like about I Obama. Um, I well, you have him. the hand. The audience yeah. can't see the hand. Yeah, well, Obama makes. I can more if jokes. you come see me this Sunday night. <laughs> Obama makes more jokes than any president we've had. Like comedically, I, I think he's yeah. my favorite uh, president for sure. He's always cracking. If he if he tripped, he'd definitely make a funny joke. He about has that. he has a sense of timing. He's that, good. He's a good. I think you know what I think. Because, you know, all presidents have, like, people train them for speeches, and they have a whole staff in their camp. I think he's had a guy train him comedically. I'll, yeah. I will go out of my way and say he's definitely had a lot of comedic writers for his speeches, his last union, or his um, state, what was the last speech he just gave? Oh, the... Uh, Where he dropped the mic. The, oh, that was at the, the, the White House Correspondence Correspondence speech. I think he Mike has- Gate. Have you guys heard about this? That wasn't a real mic. Of course, he brought his own. No, the mic was why bolted is, to the podium. Why isn't Why isn't the press all Mike, over him for Mike this? Mike Gate, I love this <laughs> mic. Like, yeah, he dropped a mic. 
Yeah. Not the mic. Oh, but, this is huge. Yeah, and it dude. wasn't even plugged in. He didn't I'm not voting. I'm definitely, I'm definitely not voting for him again. <laughs> it wasn't plugged in in the back. I mean, forget it. Yeah, he's Came out, out of, here, of his man. pocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mike Gate, I'm ruined. Yeah, I think that that scandal is going to keep him from being on the ticket this year. Yeah, yeah I might. do. Yeah. I totally think that's going to stop. <laughs> no one the wants chances. to be a part of that. No, you know? I'm Joe not Biden's going for not going to be with fake. Yeah, forget that. You're definitely right that he's really funny and he's got he's funniest funnier. comedian we've had yet. But a lot if you go back and look at every president in their last year, there is something every single one of them, they get this like glow. It's like a postcoital glow basically. Yeah. And it's just like like fuck yeah, I just I just ruled America you know it's just I yeah no I bet he'll still like they all they get funnier they get relaxed Cruz is the exact opposite at that moment all the people running yeah they're, they're the nervous. opposite they're that's like, like everyone's your judging first time, me yeah it's your first time on stage and you're about to go up and you're like literally like shaking that's but then you know he's at the spot where or like Cru- seniors uh you know right after final exams or something they know they're going to graduate already and they're yeah. like yep. it's that week between when they know and when they get to you know get their diploma or something Cruz looked like he was trying out for a Fallon audition and forgot his closer every time he gave a speech <laughs> and then Donald Trump looks like he's already had the booker say you're already on the show but just show up and do your set anyway right. that's like basically <laughs> the confidence he has on all of his speeches dude Jimmy's already told me you're booked he already saw the email yeah, have said job, you're booked, yeah. but yeah. you just show up so it doesn't look like we're gonna we're gonna give them a chance. Oh fuck that! Donald looks like he owns the club. Yeah, and if Donald, you don't put him up, he's gonna fire yeah, you. That's yeah, yeah. Donald Trump is. will like, buy the club <laughs> and then run it in the ground and turn it into a crappy hotel. <laughs> uh, oh god! Yeah, good times. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's just sad that like you have to laugh. You have to laugh at it, but it's like deep down you're scared shitless. Oh, and, unless wow. you're at a, this is real. Oh, it's real. Yeah, okay, no, this is the real thing. You ever wake up and think there's no way? Yep, you live in the circus. You, you do. You live in the circus, <laughs> live in the circus that's run by an Oompa Loompa. Not- have you guys ever had these dreams where you you suddenly like you're you're back in high school or you're back in grade school because someone comes and tells you that you didn't actually graduate? I wonder if that happens to <laughs> oh presidents. My God. You know, somebody goes like, "No, we repealed uh, the the men." You're you're president again. Yeah, all of the other ones died. You, <laughs> there's problems. Oh, you have crap. to. Sell. <laughs> oh. Have you ever? You, Quick, you know? get on this plane. You know, this helicopter right. to take you to the. They just Jeez. they wake up screaming or something. Uh, George Bush, George W. Bush said today that he's not going to participate in the election. So right. everyone's speculating whether it's whatever, but it's well, kind of funny. It's like like anyone was going to pay attention. If, to if, if somebody if somebody made fun of your brother, would uh, you then support him? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. like Trump went after Jeb really hard. Yeah, and so there's a little bit of bad blood between the bushes. Also, and Jeb Trump. went down when W came out to support him. Oh, <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I think there was a clear bro. message there. It's like eh, we're not going to associate that. Yeah, W was like, dude, I'm going to come out and support you, bro. He's like, you know, actually, I don't. I think well, you're fine, man. Just uh, relax, dude. You know what? Just hang out on the ranch, man. You relax. You don't have to work anymore. There's a reason why his. His campaign was his first name, not Bush. It was Jeb. Jeb, you know? Jeb sounds like the kind point. of guy. <laughs> Jeb sounds like the kind of guy that would run like he'd be the general manager of a place called Boot Barn or something. Like, come on down and say say Jeb sent you. And Jeb will get you a discount on on horseshoes or something. A weird. bucket of beer. A bucket of beer and, and three children that we stole from the ranch. I don't know. <laughs> 
So, I mean, I used to work on LIGO. I don't know if that's something that you've already talked about oh. at length. Oh, no. LIGO, did, LIGO was my bread and butter. Did I ask you one day if you knew what LIGO was and you, like, angrily said, do I know what LIGO is? Did I, <laughs> I think I asked him what LIGO was. Sounds like knew, a really he, plausible conversation. I think, I'd ask him if he'd heard, <laughs> I think I'd ask him if he'd heard of LIGO once, and I think he just got super mad and wouldn't talk to me for a week. <laughs> So um, that was a, that was a good project to work on. You cashed out just at the right yeah. time, years well, and yeah, years and years before they made a super amazing discovery. Yeah. So I I started on LIGO uh, actually as when I was an undergrad in Louisiana, and so I got to see it like oh, that's right because there's one in Louisiana. Yeah, one of yeah. the actual like facilities is in Louisiana. So we would drive out there and see this thing while it's under construction, while mm. it was just I mean. Yeah. The iterations they went through to like fix all the problems mm-hmm. were were huge, and so like every day you'd go out there and they're like, "Oh yeah, this column doesn't work as a support because it vibrates at a specific frequency, and so we got to swap it out." Like, yeah, some it was the, incredible. Yeah, some of the stories that I heard from that were amazing. Like one of the funniest was uh, when they put in a laser to check that the beam was straight. Were you working on when they did this? Uh, I was around, but I oh. wasn't necessarily in that room. Oh, okay, but but, but so they they put a laser in to check the beam and it didn't go through and they were freaked out because they already built this yeah, four this kilometer four long. Kilometers long. What yeah. am I going to do? Uh-huh. I can't realign this. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it turns out it was just because there was air in there and the curvature of the oh, earth was geez. pulling more air in the be- middle than the two sides. And so the beam was actually just being deflected and it was, des- so it actually was built as designed. They wow. just, their check was the thing that was wrong. So wow. yeah, lots well, of stories that, you know, so one of the, most interesting things I I always loved about it was, uh, so there were like everything was like the wires were jiggly and not working. The connections were always off. Like there were so many like problems, like sources sources of noise. That's really what we're trying to do is like get rid of all the noise sources. And one of the funniest ones I thought was, um, on these big optical tables, these big like four by eight sheets. I mean, uh, like one foot thick solid metal with a bunch of holes in it. And you'd mm-hmm. like drill, uh, you'd you'd like. Um, clamp things clamp down. all things yeah. down all the optics of the breadboards yeah, basically a big yeah. breadboard yeah and um there would be some noise source and they don't know where it's coming from something's vibrating at some weird frequency what's happening and so what you do is you put on headphones and listen to like the output signal of the de- of the detector and you'd walk around and you'd literally just thump the optics that's awesome <laughs> On this table, and in the end, the, what the signal they're looking for is a sound. So yeah, it's not yeah. that weird. And so, yeah. and, and if you found one that was loose, it would go <laughs> just like that, just like that. And they, they called it searching for gorillas because it kind of sounded like a gorilla growling. <laughs> and so that was like, so there was some guy who would do this, you know, and he's like, go around and thump the optics, look, listen with headphones on listening for improperly mounted optics i want that job yeah okay uh thank you very much for being on the show dan it's It's been a huge pleasure um what do you you have anything for us yeah Uh, you have anything uh you're doing next that you want to tell Uh, people about or are you still in secret mode we have yeah the next biggest project we have actually is kind of a secret thing yeah i always find out about these things afterwards uh but our company as a whole is doing some awesome stuff so we do have public facing things so, Two Bit right. Circus is my company. You can look it up us look us up online, twobitcircus.com, and uh, we build crazy stuff. And it's right. a blast. All right. Uh, you want to plug something, Griff? Yeah. If you are listening, you're in San Francisco, June 12th, 7:30 at Piano Fight. We're having the International Comedy Show. 
Um, we got comedians from all over the world, immigrant comedians. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be amazing. So come check it out and uh, tweet at me or hit me up on Facebook for details. All right. Thank you. All right.